If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Raven Mad, welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we look for Aladdin's lamp. Where is it? Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the bell, as we ring the bell all night long, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwood. So I had every intention of doing a deep dive on the Sunday night football game. I said, why not? It's the Chiefs and the Broncos, and it's the big made-for-TV matchup. That's the biggest game of the weekend. Television dictates the biggest game, and that is the Sunday night game. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth calling the game. But... The fact that this was a boat race situation uh, and just uh, not good talk radio, not good talk radio. So we will defer uh, till a later date to talk about the Chiefs beating the Broncos 22 to nine in a lackluster Sunday night football game. So our lead to begin the festivities comes out of the Steel City because that was good. That was a good game. Uh, we had a come-from-behind situation, an AFC divisional slobber knocker. The Ravens traveling some 247 miles from Baltimore to Pittsburgh, and there they were, division rivals, 
head-to-head, face-to-face, nose-to-nose, eye-to-eye, and if you saw the game, you know what happened. If not, perhaps you were doing some other things. Ben Roethlisberger waking up out of the cemetery for two fourth-quarter touchdown passes, his second fourth-quarter touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson, and the two-point conversion giving Pittsburgh a 20-13 a to 13 lead. So less than two minutes remaining in the game. And then the Ravens came back. Lamar Jackson leading Baltimore back down, and he converted a touchdown pass to Sammy Watkins with 12 seconds remaining. So you make the call. At this point, it's a 20-19 to 19 game. The Steelers leading by one. You have the greatest kicker in NFL history if you're Baltimore and you have the better roster of players, do you kick the extra point and tie the game and try your luck in overtime, or do you go for the win? Well, in this situation, John Harbaugh said, you know what, I'm going for the win. Two-point conversion, and yeah, no good. And the Steelers hold on for a 20-19 win over the Ravens, so Baltimore drops to 8-4, and four. Pittsburgh, improves the 6-5-1 and one with the win. The Steelers still out of the playoffs here. The better story in the losing locker room. So let us discuss, does the outcome of this game, here's the question, does the outcome of this game, the loss, say more about John Harbaugh and his decision-making or more about Lamar Jackson and his execution? So the arrow is pointing towards Lamar Jackson. In this one, I've got steeplechase, handy downs, and backhanded. And we'll line all of these things up like dominoes. We're going to knock them down. Uh, Now, to kick off uh, festivities here, uh, Lamar Jackson, if you look at his report card here, uh, the report card is mixed. Uh, There are some A's. There are some B's. There's also some uh, C's and D's on the report card. And just at the end of the game, if you're only going to focus on that and the game-deciding plays, he did, on a positive, orchestrate an eight-play, 65-yard drive with a minute 36 to go in the game and took the Ravens down into the end zone and found Sammy Watkins to set up what should have been a game-tying extra point. But then they went for it on the two-point conversion. And this is where the report card starts going the wrong direction. This is where you want to make sure that your parents don't see the report card because the perfect play call was made, and it was set up right there. Open receiver can waltz in for the game-winning score. Mark Andrews, the tight end, and Lamar Jackson. It's like a trap door opened up and swallowed him up as he failed to complete not a three-yard pass. That was about a three-foot pass to his tight end, Mark Andrews, for the two-point conversion, and he he threw it way too far ahead of Andrews. And Andrews, now he, he did get his hand on it, but it was too far ahead to catch it, and the ball bounced, and that's it. And so the Steelers get the win as the ball sailing like a kite on a kind of a breezy day at the park there uh, in front of Andrews. So game set and match, and so continues a disheartening stretch of football from Lamar Jackson. Now, this is taboo, and we bring this up, and nobody else wants to bring this up because he's an MVP, and when you win an MVP, you're allowed to suck for an extended period of time, and people aren't supposed to talk about it. I guess that's the rule. I'm breaking the rule, but in a season designed for what? This was made to be a Lamar Jackson contract push that he didn't get the forever contract. He didn't get the massive extension that he is still waiting for that. He's playing out the year here, seeing whether or not his play can sway the Ravens to sign on the dotted line. And here's another opportunity in a contract push that missed it by that much. All right, The steeplechase of the NFL. It's not, it's not going where there's a lot of ups and a lot of downs and a lot of hopping and all that and muddy waters. Muddy waters all over the the steeplechase. Lamar Jackson has been bedraggled and staggered over the past month and a half. Now, it's not just the eyeball test. It's the numbers as well. That's my, my evidence. Let's go to the statistics. The last six games, 
Lamar Jackson is averaging 6.3 yards per pass attempt, has eight touchdowns and 10 interceptions. His passer rating is below 75. That's down in the Jared Goff suck out loud, take a ride on the vomit comet. A bad uh, for Lamar Jackson. The, the numbers of a woozy quarterback, certainly not the kind of statistics that would lead you to want to pay that quarterback with a massive amount of money. And the sacks keep piling up. Lamar Jackson, seven sacks against the Steelers on Sunday. He's been sacked 24 times over the last six games. And it's not like the running game has made up for the lack of the passing game. And if you look at how he's been running the ball over the last six games, he's averaging 5.6 yards per carry. He's got over 400 yards, but it's not like, wow, this is making up for all the mistakes in the passing game. That's not it at all. So you've got to think the Ravens right now are not hot and heavy to sign this guy to an extension. And he's losing money by the week and outplayed late in the game by the rotting carcass of Ben Roethlisberger. Blasphemy. That is a football sin that Ben Roethlisberger outperformed you in the fourth quarter of that game. And it's not like Lamar was terrible in the fourth quarter, but Ben Roethlisberger was better. All right, furthermore. So John Harbaugh, we pivot to John Harbaugh, and uh, he's got some equity in Baltimore, and he showed the world that he knows the Ravens' defense is like a wildfire that is out of control bad, right? You, you have no containment on the Ravens' defense. It is paper thin, and he wanted no part of having to depend on that defense in overtime, and he said, yeah, I'm going to give the ball. I'm going to trust Lamar Jackson. I'm going to give him the opportunity to win or lose the game, and so the X's and O's part of it, Whoever called up that play, whoever dialed up the mother of all plays, the play was perfect. The execution was not. But the, the fact that Mark Andrews was open on that play, uh, it, it, the play was there to be made, and John Harbaugh trusted Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson uh, did not deliver in that, ser- ser- in that situation. And it's a clear no-confidence vote, though. That's the interesting thing for the Baltimore defense. John Harbaugh's actions, they didn't whisper. They screamed that as a head coach, he knows that piecemeal defense is the weakest link. The Ravens came into the game with the NFL's worst pass defense. They were ranked 32nd in the NFL. And most of this game, though, it was not a a problem. Ben Roethlisberger, the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger, showed up late in the game. But think about the decision, though. A hardball... He said, I think so little of the handy downs on my defense. And that's really what they are, right? The handy downs. It's like wearing underwear that's got holes in it. That's the the Ravens defense right now. And uh, he did indicate the loss of Marlon Humphrey from the secondary was the final blow uh, that uh, pushed him over the edge. But you've got the great kicker, you've got the the better, supposedly the better quarterback in this game, and you did not want any part of that in an overtime. Uh, That is a, wow, bumpity bump ago, the uh, Ravens. Now, the last thing here. So Mike Tomlin, he had an interesting take after the game, giving the ultimate backhanded compliment to a division rival. Tomlin, when asked whether or not the Steelers were surprised that Baltimore would go for two on the road with Lamar Jackson and with the great kicker and all that. Uh, and, and Tomlin said that they he claimed, this might be bravado, that the Ravens, he figured, were going to go for two points. Now, why is that? Is because they were injured? No. No, it's not. Is it because they, they didn't trust their kicker? Of course not. No, no, no. Uh, none of that. Uh, it, Mike Tomlin claimed the reason that the Steelers figured that Baltimore was going to go for it was the A word. Analytics. And Tomlin, this is where the backhanded compliment comes in. Tomlin said they, meaning the Ravens, aggressively play analytics. And so from that standpoint, they're predictable. Close quote. (laughs) Isn't the whole point of analytics to not be predictable? And uh, here's Tomlin saying, you know what? 
Those idiots over there, they play this analytics so much. And, and that's a great quote because it's also true in other sports, especially baseball, that as a fan watching these games, when it comes to the analytics, you know the percentages and you know that if they, the teams go by the book, what they're going to do. And to, that's what Tomlin was saying was that John Harbaugh is so obsessed with these analytics that, of course, the Ravens were going to go for two. So go for two. The way that Tomlin stated it, it had nothing to do with the injury, that it wasn't because of Humphrey's injury. It was just that the the odds indicate the the data says that you're supposed to go for two in that situation. Talk about a kick to the shins. In Baltimore, so obsessed with the analytics that they have now become easy to read. You might want to walk that back a little bit. The Ravens were only two of five on two-point conversions entering play on Sunday. They had not attempted one since week six, so it's been a while. But as for Pittsburgh, the Steelers, now it, it's great that they got to play the full four quarters because they were down 10-3 to three going into the final stands. And if you had seen this game, if you watched this from pillar to post, Ben Roethlisberger was not only a quarterback, he was garbage for 75% of this game. But all of that is forgotten because he woke up like the phoenix rising from the ashes in the fourth quarter. And Roethlisberger had, I believe it was 107 yards passing going to the fourth quarter. The Steelers had three points. He then puts up a perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter, 129 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions, 9 out of 10 as he was matriculating the ball down the field. Averaged almost 13 yards per attempt. And so the Steelers back over 500. They they get some help. Cincinnati lost, but Cincinnati's going to have to keep losing because the Steelers lost both games to Cincinnati. Pittsburgh plays at Minnesota on Thursday. Mike Tomlin's team is the last team out of the postseason in the American Football Conference. And uh, Tomlin also had some fun poking uh, the NFL insiders. There was that report over the weekend a breathless report from Adam Schefter that Ben Roethlisberger is planning to retire after the season, uh, which I think has been pretty well documented, but it was reported as new news. So very, very exciting, uh, unless unless it's not uh, very exciting. Anyway, let's hear from the participants. We'll hear from John Harbaugh, the uh, man, the myth, the legend. Here, Here's John Harbaugh, who loves the rivalry. Great rivalry and have a lot of respect for them and, and what, they, what they do. So uh, they won and uh, they deserved it. Okay, that was a by-the-book, sports cliche-filled uh, soundbite. Here's another one from John Harbaugh. You hear the question and the answer, and I think I gave this one away, but here's Harbaugh commenting on the decision to go for two at the end of the game. What went into the decision-making to go for two instead of just kicking? Try to win the game right there. We were pretty much out of corners, you know, at that point in time. So an opportunity to try to win the game right there. Uh, so he, he says that, but Ben Roethlisberger had played against uh, everyone and been terrible against everyone until the fourth quarter. It's like, uh, Mar- didn't Marlon Humber get hurt in the second quarter? I thought I got hurt earlier in the game. It wasn't until the fourth quarter that all hell broke loose and the Ravens couldn't cover anyone. Here's Lamar Jackson who had it, missed him by this much. He had a receiver, the tight end, Andrews, open for the game-winning score, and uh, here's Lamar on that. Oh, it wrapped to him. I just put it on his chest. You know, uh, I, I couldn't do that just because, you know, T.J. Watt got range. You know, he's a long guy. But, I, you know, I just had to throw around him and try to make something happen. That's all. And we just came up short. There you go. Blame it on T.J. Watt. Not my fault. T.J. Watt, blame him. It's his fault. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. 
That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Waking up from the slumber, welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we are all show and no go coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the pursuit, the trivial pursuit of jock talk, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the North Woods. And we are back at it again this hour in our lead coming from the Los Angeles area in the hood in Inglewood, a stadium that will be playing host to the Super Bowl in a few months in February of 2022. And so... Early February, so we're a couple a couple months away from the big event on the calendar, and the Rams looking to get back on track against Jacksonville. Chances are you did not watch this game. It was not a nationally prominent game. It was expected to be a blowout, and it was a blowout in case you missed it. Matthew Stafford lighting up Jacksonville, 295 yards, and not one, not two, but three Touchdowns as the Rams curb stomped the Jags 37-7. The final at SoFi Stadium. Sony Michelle, the ex-Pat, running for 121 yards. 
and he didn't really break a sizable run until the final carry, uh, final run of, of the game uh, for him uh, late in the game. He had like a 25-yard run or something like that, but uh, most of the runs were were not that that long, but he ended up with 121 yards and a touchdown, and the Rams get off the schneid and improved to 8-4, and four, and they end the three-game losing streak. The Jags drop to 2-10 and 10 for Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer. But the focus here is on the Rams, and I, I really felt bad for the Trolls. It was a tough Sunday for the, uh, the Trolls. Really uh, could take that one out and, uh, and you know, kind of tap out of things uh, for 24 hours. But let's discuss the question, are the Rams back on track now or – are the Jags just terrible? So are the Rams back on track or are the Jags just terrible? The arrow on this one is pointing towards the Jags just being puke. Okay, now I've got Witch's Brew, 1990s rock band, and Commuter Car. And we will combine all of these things together, and that will be the foundation of the nation. For this Mallard monologue. So, number one. Number one. Uh, this was just what the doctor ordered for the Rams. The, the Rams, uh, they went online. They said, I uh, hear my symptoms. Uh, doc, help me out. And uh, the doc said, well, let me look here. It says you had uh, November nausea. Uh, you had no win November uh, and all that. And you're heading towards the doorway to disaster. So you need to take a couple of these things and get that foul taste out of your mouth. Mission accomplished. The Rams have the top record. They're tied for the top record in the NFL in the month of December. Uh, they are as good as anyone in the month of December. Playing Jacksonville was the bubbling witch's brew. Uh, just the spell that you needed. Now, regardless of that, uh, it is nothing to shout about and dance and celebrate good times because you don't get swagger back by drawing blood from dropping a tomato can off the side of a building. You don't get any uh, excitement out of that. Matthew Stafford was bedazzling uh, in this game. He played like the guy who was leading the MVP race in the NFL after eight games. We've talked about that, that... Uh, if the season had ended after eight weeks, Matthew Stafford would have been the MVP, and then he went into a slump, and now he's getting out of it. A 295-yard day, three touchdowns for Stafford, taking advantage of the frosting on top of the Jag cake. Nice little cupcake uh, Jacksonville has. Cooper Cup scampering up and down the field. Odell Beckham scoring another touchdown. Well, that's tough now. Two games in a row, OBJ has gone end zone, found pay dirt. For the Rams, the top three receivers all scoring touchdowns. It was, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, that kind of day. Now, secondly, while you don't gain any swag from beating Jacksonville, the most important development in my observation on the Rams-Jacksonville game was that Sean McVay started to address some of the issues that the Rams have had the last few weeks and he's adjusting. That's what great coaches do. They tweak as the season goes on, and you iron out the kinks. And the Rams, it's hard to know if it's going to work or not, but based on at least the effort, they were trying to break the bad habits that they had fallen into. And they had become a finesse team, and Sean McVay trying to put his foot down on that, make some alterations change the mindset, and rather than just blindly having three receivers out on the field, 95 99% of the time, uh, the Rams went jumbo. They went jumbo package multiple times early in the, in the game using two tight ends by Ram standards. This is like a 1990s band, Smash Mouth, right? All-star. Uh, bring the Smash Mouth football. Sony Michelle running early and often, attempting to – Strike some balance on offense, keeping the opposing team honest, at least giving future opponents something to think about. And if the Rams can bottle this, and it's a big if, but should they be able to, while this is not a game you get your swag back, it's going to scare the rest of the NFL. Because if the Rams can shift from finesse to physicality and become a multidimensional offensive operation, 
then when the Rams eventually are going to have to go on the road in the playoffs because of the fact they're going to be a wild card team, more likely than not, based on the losing streak, then you're going to have to go into Lambeau Field and win a game in a cold environment. You're going to have to go into some other places where the weather is not ideal for a West Coast I say dome team, but according to the NFL, the Rams don't play in a dome, even though there's a roof on SoFi Stadium. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that, but uh, it certainly helped that the the Rams were up comfortably, and that allowed them to run, 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 run. All right, final point. So on the other side, Urban Meyer, man, his team continues to be the commuter car stuck in rush hour, gridlock traffic, just idling, burning gas. Uh, That is Jacksonville, and they're not showing any real signs of progress. And I took Jacksonville plus the points. I actually lost the the game in Benny versus the Penny. We pick every game there. One of the the thinking was, even in a situation like this, Jacksonville, the Rams are really scuffling. Jacksonville will be able to show something. And, uh, and unless you are looking at a 16-7 to 7 deficit at halftime being a big accomplishment for Urban Meyer's team, that's about the only positive you can take out of this, that at least at halftime you were only down by nine. Right? There's a feather in the cap for Jacksonville. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the most damning statement that can be made about Trevor Lawrence is that even when being boat raced, he's been unable to put up numbers and typically even if you're a young player and you're a bad team uh, that's one of the things you can take advantage of and Trevor Lawrence continues to be motionless in the passing game and not even the garbage time statistic the stat bandit that we see so much of in the NFL Trevor Lawrence hasn't even been able to do that the offense whether it's a blowout or whether it's a close game is humdrum It's as dull as dishwater, and so you look at the big picture, and the Jags, they they ought to move to Oregon. They should should move to boring Oregon because that's the way they've played all year. Urban Meyer's team now 2-10 on the year. He has, I think think the number is twice as many now losses as any team he's coached during 17 seasons on the collegiate gridiron. And bouncing around, we know him from Florida and Ohio State, but he was also at Utah and Bowling Green. And this is the the very bottom there. And the the Jags have five games left. Now they have two games that are winnable. They play the Texans again, who they lost to to begin the year. And Jacksonville plays at the Jets, also a winnable game. So assuming they win both of those games and lose the other games, then this is a 4-13 season. And despite all of that, Urban Meyer is not going anywhere. And if you gave me a thousand bucks and said, what's going to happen? I would say that Urban Meyer is going to continue on as Jacksonville's coach for another season, that he's in it for at least one more year. Now, I, I thought that all along, but with all of these massive college jobs open all around the same time, and the trickle down, and you figured Urban Meyer's name was going to pop up somewhere, and it's likely through back channels that schools reached out to Urban Meyer to see if he was going to be willing to leave the NFL at the end of the year. And all of those jobs are about filled now. Oklahoma announcing that they've made their decision over the weekend. SC got the, the big jewel of the coaching search, and you look around, you're like, well, where – where is Urban going to go, the game of musical chairs? Other than back to television and back to Fox to do TV, there is no landing spot for Urban Meyer. And he did not end up being connected with any kind of real substance to a high-profile coaching job. So he continues on. Now, next season, assuming that Jacksonville keeps Urban around and he does not quit for health reasons, and if the, if the teams continue to play like this, then Urban, at that point, gets fired. He doesn't, he doesn't get another opportunity if it continues the way it's going right now. But, man, that is a lifeless, dreary, pathetic, disgusting uh, football operation there in uh, Jacksonville. My, my goodness. Holy cannoli. Uh, what the heck is that all about? All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. Here is... Let's go back to the Rams here. The Rams winning, playing um, more of a 
physical style of play by Rams standards after all that finesse stuff. And Matthew Stafford, who'd been in a slump, uh, here is Sean McVay now talking about where his quarterback's at at this point. Matthew, he played like he's he's been playing. I think we were able to avoid, you know, just a couple of those little things that do come up. But he's a great leader today. He's always been a great leader, and uh, you know, he played he played great. Not in the least bit surprised. All right. So there's uh, Sean McVay. How about Matthew Stafford here on trusting and teaching the younger players? Well, that's just what I want to hear Matthew Stafford talking about. Those guys can do it. And I've got all really? the faith in the world in Van and Ben and some of the guys that are younger um, that are getting kind of their first opportunities in this league. Push them because I know they can do it. You know, I wouldn't sit there and push them if I didn't think they could. Continue to find ways to help them learn. Push it, push it, push it. That's a song, I think. It's an old. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Coop Dalu. So TMZ caught up with Kenny Smith over the weekend, who then blasted Tom Thibodeau's benching of Kemba Walker, saying that Walker is a Ferrari and Tibbs just doesn't know how to drive. Ben, agree or disagree? All right, so I disagree. I've seen Kemba the last couple of years he was in, with the Celtics, and he's you know, get traded Oklahoma City and he got the buyout. He's a BMW with three hundred thousand miles on it. That's headed to the salvage yard. That's a Kemba Walker at this point. He's bounced around the NBA, and and the, the idea of Kemba Walker is better than the reality of Kemba Walker. He's an erratic shooter. He's got chronic arthritic knees, and he cannot play defense. He's a liability. On defense. Other than that, he's fine. Next! Uh, Barry Bonds is uh, in his final year of eligibility. Now, uh, I don't know what cheating is. <laughs> uh, to this point, he'd never received more than uh, 61.8% of the required 75% to make the cut. Now, John Heyman of MLB Network revealed that he had added Bonds to his ballot this year, saying that what he did before 98 is enough to get him in. And uh, apparently didn't take anything before 98, according to, you know, people. Ben, are you down with that logic? No. no. Listen, John Heyman's a hack. He's, you know, typical hard-o baseball writer looking for attention. If you're anti-steroid, then you're anti-steroid. Jeffrey Dahmer was a great guy up until he started eating people on a cannibal diet. Before that, he was a fine human being. Listen, we have said for several years since they, they started putting steroid guys in, Piazza, Bagwell, Rodriguez, Pudge Rodriguez, let them all in. That's our position. Heyman's a, a dope. Next. Mac Jones is likely the leading candidate for Rookie of the Year, and many are marveling at how quickly Bill Belichick has bounced back from losing Brady. Ben, we've been talking about Belichick's replacement for a long time now, but do you think he might stick around for a lot longer with the future seeming so bright with Mac Jones? Well, what's your definition of a lot longer? He's going to turn 70 in April. The oldest coach in NFL history was 72. The oldest interim coach was Romeo Cronell at 73. I'll give Belichick four more years, four more years with the Patriots. How'd we do? You passed this edition. That's the winner. Put it on the board. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line on screen radio. This is where we give back the sage wisdom of the average sports talk radio caller can help someone in the world of sports. And who needs our advice this week? Well, no one swayed me away from the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings for now following a loss, a game where the Lions led by as many as 14 points. Vikings had the lead late 
and saw the Lions matriculate the ball down the field with Jared Goff to win the game. So we're going to give advice to Mike Zimmer. This portion of the Ben Maller Show made possible by Discover Card, exceptionally common sense, brought to you by Discover. We'll take as many calls as we can. If you're new to the show, this is unscreened radio. So as soon as you call in, it'll, it'll ring, 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 ring. And when you hear my voice, you are live on the air. There is no middleman, no middleman, uh, no bureaucracy. It's just me and you. Keep it clean. And uh, please do not attempt this if you are not a trained professional. Again, we're giving advice to Mike Zimmer on how to save his job in Minnesota. We'll start with you on line one. Hello, line one. You're on the air. Should have listened to the Dixter and played better offense and defense. That's right, and special teams. That's great advice. Well, Dick and Dayton is a great football pundit, much better than Chris Collinsworth, for example. Uh, let's go to you on line two. Advice to Mike Zimmer on how to save his job in Minnesota. Yeah, listen to this one. Go fuck fucking. Okay, let's go to line three. Hello, line three. Another day two hands, of wonder. Two hands, $20. Two hands, $20. Two oh, hands, $20. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Check. I've actually got a bingo card here, Eddie, that I check off each box here depending on who calls in. Uh, I need the uh, need the birthday guy for Roberto. We haven't heard from the where's my baseball, where's my baseball guy in a long time. And, uh, of course, our favorite caller from Boston. Hello, We're line fudgy. four. We need fudgy. Yes. Fudgy. Uh, line four, hello. Hello. All right, line five is next. Hello, line five. It's the Insta Advice line. No wasted time. Line five is next. Hello. Happy birthday, Roberto. Oh, there yeah. we go. Happy birthday to you. Four more days. Four more days. Four more days. Every day's your birthday, Roberto. Yeah. In fact, on your birthday, we're not actually going to wish you a happy nah. birthday because it's your birthday. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go to line uh, six is next. Hello, line six. Oh, happy birthday, Roberto. Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. Back to back and belly to belly. For Roberto, line one is next. Hello, line one. Number one. Bring back the purple people eaters who lost Super Bowls. Okay, thank you. Uh, line two, we're giving advice to Mike Zimmer on how to save his Vikings coaching job after losing to the Detroit Lions, the previously winless Lions. Hello, line two. He needs a Miller Lite and some Poutang. Okay, yes. Well, Canada, of course, uh, poutine, uh, very uh, wonderful dish there. Uh, line uh, three is next. Hello, line three. Two hands, $3. Two hands. Three All right, dollars. that guy got in again. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number. We need Pencil Neck to call in. We haven't heard from him in a while. Hello, line four. You are next, line four. Holler and James for quarterback. Oh, Tammy in Montana. James, there's your favorite caller of hey, all where time. Where are the white women at? Shouting your name out, hollering, James. How exciting is that? Line five is next. Hello, line five. He should take some advice from Matt Nagy. Yeah, there you go. Take advice from Matt Nagy. That's working out very well for Take Coach that Nagy for data. In Chicago. Line six is next. It's the instant advice line in a split second. You could be on the air if you call us up here at 877-99 on Fox. Hello, line six. All right, line six is not there. Still uh, no, uh, no fudgy call there from from Boston. Hello, line one. You're on the air, line one. Number one. What a shocker. The crappy New England Patriots are on the fast track to the Super Bowl because the officials refuse to call penalties against that team. All right, All right. that's our buddy from Maine uh, who loves the Patriots, uh, unless he does it. Uh, let's do one more, only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. Final call, incentivized line Coop. Uh, line four. Line four, you're on the air, line four. Yeah, boy, you sure have a... Oh, boy, boy. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.